Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for Pound. The biggest show on ESPN radio. And we started to see it last night. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN. Your Dr. Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-729-3776. Candy, what up? What up, though? We got the midterms going on, and I'm not talking about the elections. We're talking about the midway point in the NFL season. Although, since I did bring up the elections, did you get out and vote today? I, my little sticker ah, here says that I got did. sticker on I did. Was there a long line? Uh, this morning there was not. At about 9 o'clock at my polling place. It was not too bad. Normally there is. Okay. But I think it was a lot earlier. I think it was at the point where everybody had already gone to work. See, I was scared about the long line, so I went ahead and voted early. I voted last week. Well, I live more in a rural place than you do. Okay. There's less people, so gotcha. you're... In, you're yeah, I get yeah. it. But listen, bottom line is get out there and vote if you haven't done it. No doubt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We're going to be voting on some midseason superlatives for some NFL players, right? Yes, we are. We looking forward to the show. Yeah. Looking forward to that in just a bit. You talk about superlatives, though. I mean, Roquan Smith. <laughs> holy crap. I mean, it, it, I, I'm sorry to put it so bluntly, but that's yeah. just it. You watch him early in the game. The rich just got richer here on this defensive side for the Baltimore Ravens. And Canty, it's not just about the fact that they have this incredibly easy schedule moving forward. It's about this being one of the best teams in the AFC and maybe ending up being the best overall team in the AFC. Yesterday we had the debate about who is the most vulnerable when it comes to the teams in the AFC that are in first place as far as losing their division. Yeah. And you said it wasn't the Ravens. Dear God, you were right. No, it's not the Ravens, especially when you look at their schedule. They've got the easiest strength of schedule the rest of the way in the entire NFL. But, Carlin, the thing that was impressive to me about last night's game is how Roquan Smith changes the complexion of that defense. Completely. It's a completely different defense. And we don't talk about linebackers like that anymore. No, we don't, but they absolutely dominated the Saints. And for all of the people that are out there saying, oh, the Saints had Andy Dalton as their quarterback, check yourselves. Since Andy Dalton took over the starting job, the Saints offense averaged over 400 yards in total offense every single game. And their lowest offensive output was 24 points. And that came in a shutout against the Raiders. That offense had been humming. But last night, they ran into a buzzsaw, and Roquan Smith made his presence felt early in that game. The second possession for the Saints, they got a third and one, Carlin. You think a handoff to Alvin Kamara is going to be money. Well, Roquan Smith pulled the pin and handed Kamara a grenade, a stop for no gain. The Saints end up having to punt the ball away. That's what Roquan Smith does. He communicates to all levels of the defense, and he has the playmaking ability to get your defense off of the field. Yesterday, the Ravens, Three, they allow the Saints. This is the Saints' third down conversion. Three for 11 on third downs. The Saints were three for 11 on third downs. Ofer in the red zone. Those are critical phases of the game where you need your defense to step up, and Roquan Smith and that Ravens defense answered the bell. So I think you're going to see a different defense than we saw in the first half because of that addition. Well, but they're they're also answering the bell offensively. I mean, they don't have Rashad Bateman for the year. Mm. There was no Mark Andrews last night. Yep. 
Mr. Likely didn't help us in a little parlay. We'll get into that later. Yeah, but Likely was unlikely last uh, night. He very much was, but Canty offensively, even outside of just the dynamic player that is Lamar Jackson, they are stepping up where they need to. Their line's playing well enough. Mm. They're, uh, Duvernay's really become a good receiver. Yeah. He really, and this is a guy that we really didn't consider at the beginning of the year. It was more in the return game mm-hmm. than anything else. And you listen to Jackson uh, on the offense stepping up without their key weapons last night, and, and you get it. I feel we responded um, very good. You know, um, guys are getting open. Offensive line did a terrific job. I'm still mad about those two to uh, D-Rob, you know, but just like Jay Houston said, you know, we, we left a lot of plays out there, but I see our ramp is going up right now, so we're doing good. Look, uh, um, this is we, – we sat here before the show, and we're watching a couple of the plays mm-hmm. that they're running, one of which is Lamar Jackson on the run, about to step out of bounds, throwing the ball 55 yards in the air on a dime. That's, Across that's his body. after he gets hit by Cam Jordan in the pocket, fumbles yes. the football, picks it up, escapes, runs all the way to the sideline, and just flicks it, Carlin. Flick. 55 yards in the air from his own 35 to the opposite 10. And then plays where you just can't defend him when he is playing an RPO situation. I don't know how you even try to get this guy on the ground when he has the option of going outside, it feels like 90% of the plays and getting around whoever the defensive end is or whoever's got contained in the spot. Carlin, we were running through clips of last night's game, and the Saints were lining up in eight-man fronts, and it still didn't feel like they had enough guys at the point of attack just because of the optionality in the Ravens' run game. And we got to credit Greg Roman and John Harbaugh for being creative and having the most explosive run game in the National Football League because it doesn't matter what you do as a defense – or as a defender, you can't be right. And we know that because when you have a team that's led by the quarterback in their run game, they've got more bodies at the point of attack, wherever that might be. But I think what makes what the Ravens do interesting is that they always have the wrinkle of option football in there. So they might have a belly look on on third and short where it looks like he's handing off to the running back, but Lamar Jackson pulls it, and around the end comes the fullback Patrick Ricard or Isaiah Likely as the lead blocker with Lamar on the perimeter, and there's one lowly defender out there. I just think the way that they design these plays takes full advantage of what Lamar Jackson brings to the table, which is elite-level athleticism and speed as a runner. KT and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Look, I have not jumped off the Bills yet, but I'm I'm on watch right now with the Josh Allen situation. Um, At the same time, I'm... Still exceedingly high on a guy who makes just as many plays, and I still feel like we don't pay enough attention, especially this year. Finally, Patrick Mahomes is starting to be regarded as maybe the the favorite for the MVP Yeah, at this point. It's hard for me to not make the case that the Ravens can end up being the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, you look at what they have in front of them, and you think about the health um, the guys that they're going to have coming back after the bye week, it, it's hard to think that the Ravens won't be in the mix for that number one seed in the conference, which begs the question, are they going to be the team to beat in the AFC? Is the road to the Super Bowl out of that conference going to go through M&T Bank Stadium? And I think that's a legitimate question, but the thing that makes me optimistic about what the Ravens can be is what we saw Lamar Jackson do on third downs in yesterday's game. The Ravens were 9-15 of on third downs. Lamar Jackson 
either with his arms or his legs, converted seven of those nine third-down conversions. That That is unbelievable, Carlin, when your quarterback can account for that, not only with his arms but with his legs. The biggest concern I have for the Ravens, though, is the downfield passing game because the absence of Rashad Bateman is going to loom large in terms of them being able to have that threat uh, in, in terms of being able to challenge defenses vertically. I, I just don't see where that's going to come from. And when you look at the completed air yards on the season, Lamar Jackson is 15th in the NFL. So if you get into a game where you can't control the complexion of it, where you can't dictate the terms by being able to be up on the scoreboard and running the football, what happens then? Chris, I would show that 55-yard pass that we just looked at before to Odell Beckham and say, hey, Look at this. Yeah. You want to come join the join the party here? Because that, that's the answer. That but, is the answer do, for the but, Ravens. But we do agree. They don't have enough gas on the outside. No, they need more. They, they don't. I mean, I love Deshaun Jackson. He looked good running around last He's night. He's 91 years old. That's what I'm saying. How many <laughs> how many reps can Deshaun Jackson get in the game? Does he have more than 15 plays in, yeah, in the game? I mean, we love Devin Duvernay, but where's the depth in the receiving core outside of that? There, I mean, Demarcus Robinson, James no, Prochet. We can't be talking neither, about James Neither Prochet. one of those guys move the needle. No. So no, you, they don't. You're going to have to have more dudes, and that's the thing that, I mean, if you're the Ravens, I don't know where those guys are coming from. I, Beckham's the only guy I can think of right now that immediately changes that dynamic. And frankly, if I was Odell, I would really start to look at that. I know we haven't heard the Ravens as one of those teams, but well, most, he'd be most, nuts not most, to want to be a part of that. Most people aren't excited. Most receivers aren't excited to sign up and play for the Baltimore Ravens because that's a run-first outfit. I understand that, but... Beckham just completely changes that dynamic. It doesn't mean that they're not going to be, they're not going to be run first. But what it does mean is that I think he'll get his. Chris, I think in that offense you can get. I mean, define getting his. Can he get eight catches a game in that offense? I don't know, Carlin. I, I doubt it because you got Mark Andrews and he's going to see the lion's share of the targets in the passing game. Think about it, man. The Ravens, but are they 20, haven't had Beckham eighth in pass attempts, Carlin. Twenty eighth. If you're Odell. You just won a Super Bowl, so you check that box. This is about setting yourself up for your next and what likely will be your last big contract in the National Football League in the 2023 offseason. You want somebody that's going to use you, that's going to get you to football, a place where you're going to have a lot of one-on-one matchups. And I just I don't know that that place is Baltimore for him. I do like the idea of it in terms of how it can impact the Ravens, but I don't know that it's going to have – the effect that he's looking for in terms of boosting his market value. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is the way to be a part of Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Hit us up, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. And in college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Canty, I'll tell you, there's one thing we need to get to about the Buffalo Bills, and we're going to do that here in 30 seconds. First, Mm -hmm. though, if you need to hire, you need a partner by your side every step of the way. Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. The moment you sponsor a job post, you'll get instantly matched with quality candidates whose resumes on indeed meet your job description and you can throw them conveniently and you can then conveniently schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from indeed's hiring platform start today get 75 dollars in credits toward your first sponsored job visit indeed.com slash credit terms and conditions apply allen off the play play rolling to his right he's picked off yeah i mean 
tough to win in this league. We're playing a good team, and your quarterback plays like made some bad decisions tonight. Really cost our team. You know, I know a lot of people are going to be surprised. Uh, I don't think there's a person surprised in the locker room. I've been chewing on this for the last day or so. Mm. And there is legitimate concern to the Buffalo Bills not oh, winning yeah. the AFC East. Oh, yeah. There is. and But to me, it all depends on what we're going to hear in the next 24 to 48 hours about Josh Allen's health. Canty, if he's healthy, I can't sit here and tell you I feel like they're still vulnerable. I know how good the Miami Dolphins are this year. I know how well the Jets have played. Notice the difference in my wording there. Yes. I notice, <laughs> and I think the Jets are better, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't believe either one, if Josh Allen is healthy, uh, is going to do enough here. I, because you hit me with this question for a minute yesterday, and I, I still believe in them as a whole. Mm. Are they still capable of winning the division if you don't have them for a few games? Dominique Foxworth, you heard from a few minutes ago. I want to play this for you. Uh, here, just to allow you to get another take, fans out there, that is, on what it means Josh Allen's health versus the Bills and where they're positioned here moving forward. Honestly, at this point, I could care less about the first round bye or the seeding or going on the road. And I know it's the decisions are never this clear, but if the decision was we have to go on the road for all the playoffs, but we rest Josh Allen and he's 100% healthy, or he's 80% healthy and we get the first round by, give me 100% and we'll go on the road. I think he and they are that good that they'd rather have that. I think he is that good. I, I still believe that they are that good, but they have real concerns that Josh Allen and his presence masked. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, they can't run the football and they can't stop the run. I mean, I asked you that question yesterday. How good you can you be if that's what your situation is as a football team? And, and their ability, any ability they have to run the football is based on Josh Allen. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't run the ball outside of your quarterback. That means you can't really run the ball. Yeah. Colin. Like the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson can run the football, but they also got some other guys that can run the ball. Mm-hmm. Like Kenyon Drake and Gus Edwards can run the ball. So that's the concern I have with Buffalo, and they asked Josh Allen to do so much. So if his health is compromised in any way, then you wonder just how far this team can go. Now I hear what Dominique is saying, and you're right. Josh Allen's health should take priority over anything else that you're trying to get accomplished this season because this guy is going to be your quarterback for the next decade and a half. You don't want to do anything that could compromise his health, not only for the rest of the way, but could compromise what he'll be in future years. So I get it from that standpoint. But if Dominique's take was based on Josh Allen getting healthy for the stretch run in the playoffs and then worrying about it then, I don't know, man. I'm not buying into that, especially when you look at Josh Allen's resume. I mean, this guy is over on the road in the playoffs, Carlin. Three tries, three road playoff games, all losses. That's a concern when you start projecting what the Buffalo Bills can be this year, keeping in mind that your team can't run the ball and you can't stop the run. Those are problems. So while I do understand where Dominique is coming from and where you're coming from in terms of your confidence level in this team, I just got to say winning the division and having the inside track to home field advantage throughout is critical to the Bills getting accomplished what many thought they could, which is winning a Super Bowl. But let me ask you a question. I, I know that we assign the wins and losses to quarterbacks. Yeah. That's how they are identified. Yeah. Can I really blame him for not winning in Kansas City last year? 
Oh, I mean, if you want to take that game away, all right, that's fine. You can blame him for a couple of years ago yes. losing in Houston. Yes. You can blame him a couple of years ago for losing in the AFC Championship game in blowout fashion. But I, but you I've can gotten, blame him for those. I, I, I can, okay. but I have gotten further along in his career where maybe that's in the past for good. Okay. When I look at the Kansas City game and it's 329 yards, four touchdowns, and run for another 70, and, and they lost the game. Because of how they handled the clock down the stretch. And at the very end, the defense letting them go right down the field. No, I hear you. I, and, and listen, th- there's something to be said for that. But, I mean, when you're playing against the Patrick Mahomes of the world and you've got to deal with Lamar Jackson, you would rather those games be at home oh, than yes, on you would. the road. And, and so that's why I have some concerns about whether or not the Buffalo Bills can hang on to pole position in the AFC East and that number one seed overall in the conference. I think it matters more than Dominique or anybody else might allude to because the AFC is by far the more competitive of the two conferences, Carlin. There are a lot of other teams that we could see making a run at a championship. Hell, the Cincinnati Bengals ain't going to win a division, and they just came off of a Super Bowl run last year. Mm -hmm. So that's a good football team that's only going to get better once they get Jamar Chase back. All I'm simply saying is this. That number one seed in the AFC is gold. And right now, if I had to put good money on it as to who's going to get it, I'd have a hard time not picking the Baltimore Ravens. I get it, and I understand now, it. Now, now, in saying that, Carlin, I don't think the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the AFC. I think no, that, you think that, the that, that title still belongs to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, I, I get that. Chiefs had some problems running the ball the other night. Chiefs had some problems running the ball the other night. Now, But, but the thing I'll say is, with Josh Allen... First of all, I don't agree with Dominique in that, Chris, I don't think Josh Allen's ever going to be 100% this year. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what the injury is or how severe it is in his UCL, yeah. but how can I count on a guy in this sport being 100% with a UCL injury at some point this year? I mean, I that's hard for me to really swallow. So if we get to a point where, hey, he plays at 80% each and every week, and this is what it is, then that's what I'm doing. But but let me ask you this, though, Carlin. How does it change how Ken Dorsey calls plays for the Bills offensively? Oh, immensely. Like if it's in the third and short or you're in the red zone, got to have it situation. Mm-hmm. Are you dialing up those quarterback design runs? Probably not with a quarterback that has a sprained UCL. You're probably not doing that. You're probably not putting them in harm's way where you can continue to get hit. You're not exposing them to more blows than he would ordinarily take just being a drop-back passer. So I think that affects how we view the Buffalo Bills if there is a significant injury that we're talking about Josh Allen dealing with. Look, if he is coming back and we have to severely alter how we're calling the game based on that. Then he shouldn't be playing? Yeah. But but to me, (sighs) but but Chris, Chris, listen, he's a dynamic player. He is. I I know what he is. I know I got to roll the dice there, but... If Ken Dorsey, it, it, just arguing a percentage here, if he's at 80% and Dorsey can't do that kind of thing, like, th- that's such a staple of their offense. It is. Like, that That to me. Then, then, but, that, but, that highlight, but that just highlights what I'm talking about, though, Carlin. Outside of the quarterback, they can't run the ball. Yeah. Like, they are more reliant on Josh Allen. And I get it. It's crazy to say this because it's a quarterback-driven league, but... More so than any other team, the Buffalo Bills are reliant on Josh Allen to be 100%. And if he can't be the Josh Allen that we know, 
not only with the howitzer attached to his right shoulder, but also being able to run over linebackers and safeties. If he can't be that dude, then does that change the ceiling for the Buffalo Bills? And I would argue that it does. I think it takes them from being the best, well, the number one seed in the AFC, all the way down to being a wild card that could be one and done. Do you agree with Dominique that they need to rest Josh Allen and not worry about the number one seed? Or is it still important to the Bills? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Do the Bills have to have the playoffs in the AFC go through Buffalo? That's ultimately the question here. And that's what we want to know from you on the Canty and Carlin Nation. Dr. Pepper calling line, 888-SAY-ESPN. Up next, though, how much was Frank Reich's downfall caused by the absence of his former protege? We ask one of our insiders next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin. The Colts fired coach Frank Reich in the middle of his fifth season with the team. One day after one of Indy's worst offensive performances in 25 years. You have Gus Bradley, you have John Fox, and we're turning to Jeff Saturday to be the interim coach for the rest of the season? Let's go, Jeff. Why? Let's go, Jeff. I'm rooting for him. He's really smart. I think he's insightful. I think he can lead men. I mean, just completely shocked and floored. And I think over time, he'll do a really good job. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. I'm still blown away by it. And frankly, 
Jim Irsay didn't make me feel a whole lot better about the situation. Mm-hmm. So let's welcome in our ESPN NFL reporter and new secondary coach, coach for the Indianapolis Colts. That's Jeff Darlington. Looking forward to the new challenge. Right. Jeff, how are you? I did. I texted Jeff and asked him what kind of role I can get. You know, what, what can I do for the team? I, I'm going to yeah. be the new nutritionist for the team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just, I mean, when you heard this, what what was your immediate reaction? And from talking to people the last day or so, what's been the reaction? I mean, I, I'm as guilty as everybody else at ESPN. When I first heard it, I was like, that's awesome. Great. Way to go, Jeff. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that it's okay, you know, 24 hours later to feel like uh, we all love Jeff and also feel like, wow, that's uh, that's not going to work. <laughs> wow i mean it's fair I, like I, I would love i i keep thinking though and i i want to i would i feel bad because I, I i'm not trying to talk behind jeff's back at all i mean i'm on the radio and this is not and i love him i feel like he likes me well but i feel like if jeff I, was sitting there having this conversation yes, with us he could identify yes. How ridiculous 100%. it feels to a degree i was thinking about what he would say if another team did the same thing yeah. Uh, and he would be like, that's crazy. Uh, that being said, I don't hold it against him at all. I think that Ursay is the nutty one here, not Jeff. I mean, you know, maybe there is a part of Jeff that's like, man, is this something? Am I getting myself in too deep here? Uh, and, and he seemed to admit as much. He was pretty candid about that in his press conference. Like, you know, why me? Um, I, 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 I will say there are there's parts of me that sit there and say uh, being a head coach is maybe not as complicated as we try to make it seem. That being said, uh, any job of that capacity does, in my opinion, require experience beyond simply playing the game. Uh, You know, Mike Vrabel is arguably the best coach in the NFL. I love Mike Vrabel, and he's a former player who proved to be able to do it, but he did cut his teeth as an assistant coach for years before getting that head job. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the ins and outs of the job do do merit um, respect and experience. I have no idea uh, how this is going to go. I'm inclined to think it's going to not go well. Um, you know, I love chaos though. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to pretend to be outraged as much as I am going to say that I'm just fascinated. Talk to the ESPN NFL reporter, Jeff Darlington on Canty and Carlin and Jeff, looking back at the Frank Reich era, I, I know you talk to people in the know around mm-hmm. the National Football League. From their perspective, how much of the decision to fire him was based on his ability to coach versus his inability to figure out the quarterback position? Well, it's a great question. I mean, they're one and the same to to a degree. Um, Chris Ballard obviously should be held responsible as well, the general manager of the Colts, who obviously is the person who, who is in charge of acquiring but we know that Frank Reich, his specialty is the quarterback position. Um, the one thing that I, I found interesting talking to people is, um, so, so I had I'd known Nick Sirianni going back before he was the Eagles coach and anybody really knew his name. And when I would talk to people about Sirianni's prospects, I would hear a lot of, um, you know, behind the scenes, he's actually the guy who's making things tick in Indianapolis, that he's largely responsible for a lot of the offensive game plans. Um, so there's part of me that wonders maybe if Sirianni's absence did impact uh, Reich and the Colts for the worse. 
the ironic part of that is that it, that is exactly what we heard about Frank Reich when he left Philadelphia, mm-hmm. um, that he was the reason that Doug Peterson was successful. So, you know, I think that we, we can look at this and say, man, you know, an offensive coordinator, even for an offensive-minded head coach, is a wildly important position, and, and maybe it did have something to do with it. Um, I, I, these positions, though, going back to talking about the head coaching job in general, is just, you know, it, you, you can be so successful in one place and such a failure in another, and it's not necessarily a, a, a reflection of you as a talent or a coach or a person. Bill Belichick got fired by the Browns you know, arguably the greatest coach of all time. So a lot of things seem to be going wrong with Indianapolis, and they have tried to get rid of their quarterback, fire their offensive coordinator, do all sorts of different things. I am inclined to think that it is far more problematic than simply the head coach, and I don't see them getting this fixed anytime soon. Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Jeff, have the Bucks flipped the switch here? Or was this just an ugly win that they happen to come out on top on? I mean, that's definitely the question. I keep waiting for them to flip the switch. I keep wondering when that, and I've gone, I've been at all of these Bucks games. I think I've covered most every one. And I got to be honest, like every time I'm like, okay, no, this is when things change. Like this is when Brady becomes Brady. Uh, and I kept waiting for it in this past game. And it, and, and it never happened until 44 seconds left. The offense looked completely different in those final 44 seconds. Uh, they have so many problems when it comes to the play calling and the lack of creativity in the run game and really the lack of creativity across the board. Those 44 seconds at least felt after the game talking to guys like it fueled some momentum. But I'm also, as much as I'm a believer that Brady is always capable of magic, I'm also hesitant to think that we can take those 44 seconds and simply scrap the three games and three and a half quarters that preceded it and say that they've got it all figured out. We need a bigger body of work, uh, but they are in a division, by the way, where they can very easily, very easily win that division and wind up hosting a playoff game against one of these teams, say like the Vikings, that doesn't exactly feel like a juggernaut despite their record. Jeff, I'm just wondering what the paycheck would have to look like to get you to move from South Florida to Indianapolis. <laughs> I, uh, you know, yeah, I, I would do it for the hell of it. You know what I mean? I'm not really into the move. Probably leave my family. You know, have my family continue to you know live in South Florida. Like YOLO, the 2022 <laughs> Indianapolis <laughs> Colts. YOLO. Hey, gang, let's throw my name in the ring. You know what I mean? I, again, I, Jeff liked me a little bit. <laughs> but, awesome, Jeff. Know, Appreciate it, brother. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. I'm going to be the D-line coach. I'm just waiting on the call. I know Jeff going to reach out to me in a couple of days. (laughs) I'm just waiting on it. Uh, Do me a favor. Let me know, okay? All right. I'll I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I got some plans, and, you know, it'd be nice if I didn't know if you're not going to Indianapolis. And that house shopping in suburban Indianapolis. Coming up. We want to hear from you. Lines are open right now at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Got a couple of you on board on the Bills and how important the number one seed is to them, or is Josh Allen's health a whole lot more important? And also, what Jim Irsay had to say last night, because this was after our show. 
And you talk about a show. That press conference was absolutely a show last night. If you didn't hear some of it, you will in moments. Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Canty and Carlin. The Colts fired coach Frank Reich in the middle of his fifth season with the team. One day after one of Indy's worst offensive performances in 25 years. You have Gus Bradley, you have John Fox, and we're turning to Jeff Saturday to be the interim coach for the rest of the season? Let's go, Jeff. Let's go, Jeff. I'm rooting for him. He's really smart. I think he's insightful. I think he can lead men. I mean, just completely shocked and floored. And I think over time, he'll do a really good job. We'll get to Jim Ursay and more on that in just a moment. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. First, though, I want to get to some of your calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Let's start with Craig in Lansing, Michigan, where I'll be doing the show from on Friday. Craig, Hello. What's going on, buddy? How are you? You're on ESPN Radio. Awesome. Good afternoon, uh, fellas. Uh, you all right, there's... Eight teams with five wins or more in the AFC. Five of those eight have six wins. And three of those eight are in the Bills division. So there's no guarantee they're going to get a first or a second seed anyway. And only the first seed gets a first round bye. So with all that being said, I don't think it's important. The seed, the the number they put next to the Buffalo team's name, it'll just, when he's healthy, they can beat any team, any one of those seven other teams. And the only difference would be he'll beat the Chiefs in round one, and instead of the AFC championship, because I think they're the best team by far, not just in the AFC, but in the NFL when that man's healthy. Well, Craig, let me just ask you this question. From a math standpoint, wouldn't you rather be one of four teams in your conference to have a chance to go to the Super Bowl rather than one of seven? Wouldn't you rather have to play one less game? I mean, like I said, though, there's no guarantee they're going to even get the first or second seed, and, and only the first seed matters. They just mm-hmm. lost to the Jets when the man was healthy. And all three of the teams in their division are potential playoff teams. Now, we might not think that about New England right now because they're 5-4. and four. doesn't look as good as 6-3 and three, like the Jets and Miami and the Bills. But it's a tough division. No guarantees they even win that division, let alone get the first or second seed. So when I say that, I think come down to crunch time in the playoffs, the cream will rise to the top like it always does, and those guys will overcome all those regular season uh, obstacles and win the championship regardless of what they're saying. Okay, so okay, so what we're basically saying is if Josh Allen is healthy, we can throw history out the window and the fact that he's never won a playoff game on the road. Got it. I mean, that's essentially what we would be saying. Carlin, if you think about it from this standpoint, all of the Super Bowl winners over the last decade, not named Tom Brady, hosted a conference championship game. Yeah. You mean to tell me that home field doesn't matter? Of course it matters, Carlin. It makes a huge difference. I think when the only time it doesn't matter is when you get one of those teams, and you are on one of them, that gets on a ridiculous run. 
and and it, it almost doesn't matter where you play. And that's fair, Carlin, but you got to remember that team also won the Super Bowl as a wild card four years prior. So they had the experience, yeah. that core of players. Oh, no, no, no. So I it mean, wasn't listen. like they were reinventing the wheel, whereas the Buffalo Bills, this is an upstart group. A reason why they went out and gave Von Miller $100 million is because they didn't have a lot of guys on their roster with championship game experience. All I'm simply saying is this. If the goal is to compete for a championship, you would much rather have the road to the Super Bowl through the AFC go through Orchard Park. Oh, there's no question. And yes. Kenty, I don't even really care that much about the bye. I care more about playing in Orchard Park. That's well, what, yeah, because yeah, like it's a huge home field advantage. Think yes. about the elements and playing yes. outside and then Josh Allen when he's healthy. I mean, you're not worried about him being able to whip the ball through the wind or through the through the elements. You're not you're not concerned about that. That could be a factor for other quarterbacks in the conference, not named Pat Mahomes. Joel, Massachusetts, up next, ESPN Radio. Joel, go. Hey guys, how you doing? Great. Hey, I just wanted to let you know. First of all, I'm going to be taking a family trip to Indianapolis. Hopefully, I can get scouted for a quarterback coach position. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> then, Are you 30? Uh, Are you at least 30 years old? Because somebody who's going to be 30 I'm is calling the play. Okay, so I think you're qualified. You you, have, you might have too much experience because somebody who's 30 yeah, is thinking. going to be calling the plays this week. Yeah. And I just wanted to mention. Uh, yeah, I got to agree 100% with Canty. Like. The Bills, the Bills are in a tough division. They need Josh Allen 100% healthy, but they need even more for uh, Orchard Park to be the host of the of the playoffs. It, they're not they're not going to make it to the big game otherwise. I I, I won't say they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl otherwise, but I will say it's not even close as far as what their best opportunity is. They can win on the road. They can win on the road. They can win on the road. I know, I know you're having trouble with that. They I'm can not, win I'm on the road. I'm not saying they can't win on the road. What I am saying is I don't think they're going to win multiple road games in the AFC playoffs on the way to the Super Bowl. That ain't going to happen. No, I don't think they're a team that could go win three games no, on the road. No, hell no. I'm not going to no. sell you I don't that. see that. I, I'm and, saying, that. and that's the position that they could find themselves in, though, Carlin, because we've talked about the Baltimore Ravens schedule. We've talked about the Kansas City Chiefs. No, they lose the division. That, that's what I'm saying. They're in some trouble there. That's but what I don't, I'm saying. But I don't. I don't think they're going to lose the division. If they're the two or the three seed, they can go win one game on the road in Arrowhead. Yeah, ah. yeah they can. They ah. absolutely can, and you know it. Canty and Carlin, weekdays at three Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch on the ESPN app.